Welcome to the Tales of Success podcast, a show about Labradors and achieving training success. Hello and welcome to the Tales of Success podcast with me, Vicky Sharp. In this podcast, I'll tell you about the three elements that you need to achieve training success and why getting this right can affect all of your training, particularly loose lead walking. Training a Labrador to do anything is a journey. And depending on the skill or behavior that you're trying to teach, it can be really straightforward. It can be a quick journey or it can be really, really slow. And those slow journeys can often have twists and turns. They can have obstacles and lots of challenges en route as well. It doesn't matter if your training journey is quick and straightforward or slow and steady. You'll need to make sure that you're giving your Labrador the best chance of achieving success. And that is done by making sure these three elements are working alongside each other in perfect harmony and not fighting against each other. Have you noticed that your Labrador performs a skill or behavior amazingly well at home, but then all training seems to go out of the window as soon as you try it somewhere new? Chances are you have, and actually I think we've all been there at some point. Let me explain to you why this is. The first element to consider is knowledge. Does your Labrador really know what you're asking them to do? And do they know how to do it, even if you haven't got a piece of food in your hand to bribe them? Whether you've just answered yes or no, I urge you to put it to the test by randomly standing in the middle of your living room and ask your dog to perform a skill. That might be to sit, it might be down, it might be heel, anything at all that you like. And if they do what you've just asked them to do, great work. You know that they understand what to do and how to do it. If they stare at you blank and they look a little confused, they probably don't 100% know what they're supposed to be doing yet. If you didn't get the response you're expecting, don't be disheartened. It just means that you have a little more work to do to help your Labrador understand what they should be doing. The second element that we must consider is motivation. Does your Labrador feel incentivized enough to do what you're asking them to do? Does the reward on offer motivate them enough to do what you are asking? Okay, so rewards and motivations are a controversial topic among some in the dog training world. It's previously been thought that a dog should just do what it's told and and the occasional pat on the head should be enough reward for them. This is a bit of an outdated approach in my mind, and I strongly believe that we need to motivate and reward our dogs for the hard work that they do. Your Labrador must know that they're going to be incentivized, acknowledged and rewarded for performing the jobs that we ask of them. And that reward doesn't need to be food. It could actually be toys. It could be attention. It could be to perform a retrieve, time to sniff. It's anything at all that your Labrador really enjoys. That is what we're using to motivate them. If we do have people listening to this that aren't yet sold on the idea of providing rewards and motivations to your Labrador, ask yourself, would you go to work knowing you wouldn't get paid? I suspect the answer to that question is probably no. The third element to consider is environment. Is your Labrador being asked to perform the skill or behavior in an environment that they can achieve success? Just because they can perform a skill or behavior in a quiet room doesn't mean they can do it in a busy park with lots of exciting distractions. 
Some environments offer so many distractions that your dog becomes incapable of performing the skill or behavior that you're asking them to do. If the environment you put them in is giving an abundance of new smells, sounds, and sights, then their ability to function normally becomes diminished. It's simply too much stimulation for their brains to function properly. Every time you expose your Labrador to a new environment, you must consider making the skill or behavior you want them to perform easier or change your expectation of them and what they achieve. A great way to think about environment is to look at how it affects humans. You ask a 13 year old to do their maths homework in a nice quiet room, sat at a desk in the study with no distractions around, Chances are they'll do that to a really good standard and probably in quite good time as well. Now ask the same child to do the same maths homework while sitting on the sofa in front of their favorite TV program with their three best friends sat with them and they got a load of snacks in front of them, maybe a pizza. Most kids would really struggle to give their maths homework the same level of attention in that particular setting. So never, ever underestimate the importance of giving the right environment to your Labrador. So now we know what the three key elements are, we can look at it in a loose lead walking scenario. A huge amount of inquiries that we receive here at Tales of Success are in relation to Labradors being able to walk really nicely in the home environment, but then they pull like a freight train as soon as they go outdoors. And visiting these three key elements is the first thing to do. Starting off at knowledge, do you have an instructional word? A way to tell your dog what behavior you want them to do. Often this is the word heal or something similar. So whatever your instructional word is, I want you to say it randomly at home and see what happens. If your dog came to stand by your leg, then great job. If not, probably don't know the meaning of the word heal just yet. So we've got a little bit more work to do to get them used to that word and that instruction. Let's assume that they came to your leg and they adopted that heel position. You can now move on to the next element, which is motivations. Does your Labrador feel rewarded for coming to heel? Was the reward that you gave them good enough to get them to do it again and again and again? And is it good enough to get them to do it in a different location? Or are you going to need to give them something a little bit more special? Once you've found a reward that motivates your Labrador enough for them to perform the skill when asked, think about the third element, which is environment. The good news at this point is that you're confident that your Labrador can do the skill and they feel rewarded enough to do it. That means that the environment is going to be the sticking point potentially. If the environment is giving too much stimulation and offering too many distractions, your Labrador will not be able to perform how you would like them to. A stimulating environment starts to give the dog more reward than you ever could. They get lots of amazing smells, new sounds and distractions. All the things that they like and find more rewarding than what you are currently offering. Because of that, you either need to up your rewards and motivations or make the environment less distracting. Just because you want to take your Labrador to the beach for a nice walk doesn't mean that they are ready for an environment like that just yet. Environment is such a big hurdle for some Labradors because they only get to go out of the house once or twice a day. That leaves them little chance to become familiar with their surroundings. 
So getting your Labrador into their environments little and often is a really good idea. It will help make the environments less exciting as they become more familiar with them. It's important to remember that no masterpiece is created quickly. I know we all dream of relaxed walks with our Labrador, but it doesn't always come quickly to them. Having a plan and being consistent will help you reach your end goal. And without all of these three elements being in play, you simply won't achieve the results that you hope for. I could talk for quite literally hours about loose lead walking and how to get it right. If you want to delve into it in much more detail, I recommend you join us at one of our lead walking masterclass webinars, or you can contact us at talesofsuccess.com. But for now, I do hope this podcast has given you plenty to think about to help you with your training journey. Thanks for joining us. We hope that has been useful to you. But from me, all I want to finish off by saying is be caring, be consistent and be your Labrador's best teacher. I'll catch you on the next episode.